Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you find your podcasts and the video version at YouTube at The Trophy Room Show. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. You could plop us a follow over on Spotify. You could toss a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? Uh, other than being extremely tired, I just looked down at my hands. I was like, man, I need to cut my fingernails. They're a little too long. <laughs> Kyle, what's with this energy? We're coming off of, and just think about this for a second. We've both watched the Batman. Yes, we did. Uh, That's been in my head all day. We're getting the Obi Wan show. Mobile engine revving in my Uh, brain. uh, We got we got we got the Obi Wan TV show spot. Eh, I didn't watch it yet. And then we're getting Gotham Knights and Holiday. Oh boy! <laughs> right, happy it's, day, happy it's day. Like it, it's it's a and we had a state of play today. Yeah, it was a big day. It was like if if there was a day designed for me. <laughs> yeah, here it is. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, you got lucky today. Oh my god! Oh my god! And listen, there's a lot to talk about this week, Kyle. A lot like we are going to be breaking down the state of play, our thoughts and your thoughts as well. Yeah, we're going we haven't to be, talked about it yet. Oh, no. Yeah, we haven't. You don't know what I think. I don't know what nope. you think. Mm-mm. We may be coming out punching at the end of this one. <laughs> we're going to be talking about how there's a God of War TV show headed to Amazon Prime. Boy. Oh, boy. We're oh, going to no, wait. Hold on. Yeah. Bezos. <laughs> Come here, Bezos. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Sony suspends sales in Russia. And of course, we're going to be talking about more of the Sly Cooper PS5 in development, all those rumors, all that speculation. But first, of course, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, I want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Of course, it's your generosity that helps keep the lights on, helps keep this camera going. Our mic's sounding so great. Thank you all so much. And I want to thank our newest member, Bubble Boy N7. How are you, sir? I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Spam and Bammon, Too Soon, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Awesome Dave, Robbie, Bobby Miller, Struble's and Bits, and Chaotic Monkey. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hide Doors, Naka Chaka, Marcus O'Neill. I hope your your little baby boy's doing good. Yes, please. He's a trooper. Yep. Can't, I can't wait. He's going he's gonna to do great out of the yeah. surgery. He's going to do, do great. great. Oh, it's just right. JB the Purple Monkey, Jadis Vaughn Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Todd Roper, Brenton Zachary, K. Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Trucker Sloth, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Any Day Now, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Manx Vigia, The Lord Commander Corgi, Elo2032, the, sorry, Stephen Flesh, and Jinx. The 12th? Underscore 12. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the 12th in the long line of the Jinx Absolutely. royal family. Yeah. 
Whew, a lot of names, a lot of names. Thank you all so much for your generosity in these trying times. It really does mean a lot for us or to us. Uh, we wouldn't be here without you guys. Thank you so much. That said, this month, we're going to have a lot of Patreon exclusive stuff for you guys. Um, we just recorded what I think is one of my favorite Road to Greatnesses, where you talk about good. Horizon, we talk about Elden Ring, we talk about GT7, all of it. Mm-hmm. Can't can't wait for you guys to listen to it. Uh, that said, Kyle, all the fun stuff out of the way, and I think maybe some people you may have heard Mama Bad Bit out there. I don't, could you hear her? I I heard an old timey door squeak, okay. like a saloon door opening. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just how every door opens. Oh, in this okay, house. that's all I heard. I didn't yeah, hear every door sounds like there is about to be a gunslinger standoff. <laughs> And we just think it's not like this is how we think doors should close. By the yeah, way, yeah, right. We've had plenty of opportunities to fix it, oil the hinges. Nah, we feel like there's. Uh, we like the little. Da-da-da-da. That's, that's you know. what I try to explain to the girls here at the house, where I'm like, "Do you think you go to any other house? Yeah, and every room just has toys on the ground." And, and they're like, you yes. just leave it and then walk over it. It was like, yeah, what? Uh, no, the answer is. No, <laughs> the the answer is definitely not how yeah. a normal family keeps their households. I'm not tripping over beanie babies and pencils and artwork that you've worked very hard on. Yeah, but it's on the floor in yeah. like the 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 mudroom where the washer and dryer. Oh, so how hard are they really there? working on that art, and how good is it actually? Well, actually, here let me let me uh, you know praise my oldest niece Jayla for a yeah. quick second. Okay, one of her uh, artwork she did in school got selected to go to an art gallery, mm. at, like a professional art gallery, and oh. it's going to be on display for the whole month. Okay, okay, yeah. you know what? I was just trying to make a little dig at these kids. Uh, don't make no. <laughs> I will protect them with everything I have. Let me tell you something. My room is what you just described. It's a goddamn mess. Oh yeah, and I mean, same here. Yeah, but the only thing is, no one comes down here but me. Yeah. So like, it's only it's my fault. Domain. I can't. I can't be mad at myself for doing it. Yeah, I just say that like I don't have much space in here, so I'm just doing what I can. <laughs> Yeah. Working with what I got. I'm done with this. Just throw it over your shoulder. Exactly. <laughs> How else do you get things done? That's what happens when you're done with games. You just throw it over your shoulder and yeah. hope it lands on that shelf behind you. If it doesn't, oh well. Oh well. <laughs> Kyle, listen, this week is massive. So yeah. I want to get right into it. First and it. foremost, uh, the state of play has happened and it, it chose the best time to happen. Just the night before we record. How generous, Sony. Thank you so much. Except, Seriously. can we stop What making 5 p.m. Eastern the time where shows go, uh, they're going to put these shows on? I what mean, is so special about 2 p.m. Pacific on a weekday? I mean, maybe you're just getting off a of lunch if you're in the West Coast. You're just getting out of work. You know? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to be making six, push it back a little bit. No matter what, like you're screwing over a couple of time zones. Sure. So I say, I see sure, it. Sure. And I feel like most people are going to be watching these outside the stream anyway, right? Like most people yeah, are tuning in so. afterwards or they're tuning in for mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. for the, you know, the Twitter discourse or whatever. Uh-huh. I think like for us hardcore, yeah, we want to be here, but I don't think it's like necessarily a must. Though I do want to say, and for I do want to. a giant showcase, it will be though. Yeah. 
I, I will make any excuse to leave work early if that big giant showcase is at 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, and I mean that's when usually they give you a week or two to kind of. I I would you know, hope so. Yeah. Put aside yeah. some things. Yeah, for sure. I'm calling out sick. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean work. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I feel bad this week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you know, to me, I feel like no matter what, you're just gonna screw over your time zone. So it's like pick the time that you think most people are going to be able to tune in and that's perfect or, or that's the best you can do that said i do want to preface apparently this state of play there was things taken out of it um oh. last minute so you know state of the world and how things are which we'll talk about in a few uh, articles from now um they decided to take some of that and push it a few weeks into the april slot so apparently PlayStation's going to be talking a lot in the next couple of weeks and months in terms of state of plays, deep dives, and whatever their acquisition season. Yes, Spartacus, whatever their acquisition season looks like. So this state of play, uh, 20 minutes long. And let me just see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 11, 12 titles shown. This was mostly. Uh, their Japanese partners uh, showcasing their Japanese partners and developers. There are some Western stuff out there, but this was a Japanese focused state of play. So with that, Kyle, mm-hmm. I, I want to do, I want to take this step by step. Sure. And I want to just say a yay or nay. That's what the game we're going to be playing. Just start it off with. Just start it off with. And if we're, if you want to dive in deeper, go in, you know what I mean? Like okay. just jump in. Okay. You know, both feet, head first, whatever way you want to dive. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's the best way to summarize this event. So, all right, sounds good. The first, the first game showcased is Exo Primal, which is a five v five Dino multiplayer game. This is a brand new IP from Capcom. All this information comes from the blog, by the way. A brand new IP from Capcom featuring teams of five players in a state-of-the-art exosuit face-off against relentless hordes of historic and strongest and deadliest dinosaurs. So I, I wish I could be a yay, Joe. Yeah? I wish I could. I Come just, on. I can't. I, I At first, I thought it was Pragmata. I was like, ooh, cool. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Let's, let's start off strong with seeing what was shown off at this point, what, two years ago, two years ago. Yeah. Um, I think it was, it's supposed to be this year. I think it's a 2022 <laughs> on the, on that release. Good joke. Trailer thing. Yeah, I know. Um, it's just Capcom. You have dino crisis. Mm-hmm. Why not just remake dino crisis? I, or, or give us a new one. Like, I, I feel like somebody, at Capcom just figured out what Anthem was. I was like, you know what? Let's do our own version and just throw a bunch of the same dinosaur at the player at the same time. Oh, man. I I was not a huge fan of this trailer. So, fun fact, because we stream this over at twitch.tv slash PS Trophy Room. The stream started to crash here. Ah, So, like... What it seemed like what happened was the video file Capcom sent to Sony was corrupt. And so we didn't get a good look at it. But then we went back, we watched it. And honestly, it seemed like a lot of dumb fun. It, oh, and yeah, like, yeah. It reminds me of Earth Defense Force vibes a little yes, bit. Yes, a little bit of that mixed with, yeah, the exosuits that we've seen from Anthem. 
Um, and like a little bit of the hero shooter vibes that we're getting from Overwatch. And so that said, like, I'm intrigued. I, I don't think this is a 60 or $70 looking game. Yeah. You know, this is something that I would be open to be, you know, playing with a few folks um, because I do like the left for dead. Yeah. Kind of like earth defense force, you know, just dumb, fun, cooperative multiplayer experience. I mean, you had a good time with world war Z, right? Yeah, exactly. So if yeah. it's like that, if it's like a 30, $40 game, absolutely. Then sure. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly uh, mm-hmm. play this, but yeah, you're right. This one I think is intriguing. I'm not emotionally attached to dino crisis. So I don't mind that this is a new IP, but I understand how thirsty people are for it. Yeah. I mean, you know how Dino Crisis plays, though, right? Uh, apparently, like Resident Evil, because yeah, it's using the Resident same engine. Yeah, think Resident Evil with, with uh, dinos instead of zombies. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, so I'm a... I'm a... And you know what? Let, let me write this down. You're in the middle? You're, you're a meh? I'm a meh. I'm a meh. So you All know right. what? Let's add in yay, nay, and meh. So, okay. okay. Kyle, I'm going to just say nay, and I'm going to write my name down here, and I'm going to say may. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ghostwire Tokyo. The last time we're going to see it, and assumingly uh, the last Bethesda game we're getting on PlayStation. Are we a yay on this? Oh, yeah, we're a yay on this. I I was not as sold as you were after the last little deep dive that they Mm -hmm. showed off. I think it looks beautiful. I'm not sure how it plays still, but I love that this gave us a little bit more of what was going on in the story and a little bit more for me to attach to. Yeah. Um, so I dug that trailer. It does. It, it looks gorgeous. A couple of different environments. Um, so, yeah, I'm a yay on this one. Ghostfire yeah. looks cool. Yeah, this is, this looks pretty dope. I'm, I'm, I'm in on it. Um, I can't wait to try this game out because the more I'm looking at it, the more Bioshock uh, uh, vibes yeah. that I'm getting out of it, right? So and it's super reassuring that some people who are reviewing who who review games already have this, yeah, and are playing it, which is obviously they're super confident in it. So yeah. that's that's super cool. I mean, I may have it. Who knows? Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> why did I say that? Oh, <laughs> hey, oh. Uh, Strangers Tony. in Paradise. Sorry, I didn't do one more Tony. I told Joe for audio <laughs> listeners before he he went to go. I think he used the bathroom yes. beforehand, and he came back before he put his headphones on. He turned to the side, and if you haven't seen Joe in a while, he did shave his head. That's right, and he's got a nice little beard. Right. I was like, man, you look like Obadiah State from Iron Man. <laughs> and now all I can think of is Joe's face saying Tony. That's right. I brought this pizza all the way from New York. <laughs> Let's get you some Burger King. All right. Uh, Strangers in Paradise demo. We're, we're, get, we're talking about chaos again. This weird game by Team Ninja and Square Enix. Yeah. Didn't play great. The trailers are extremely cringy. I'm so bummed that it, it still says Final Fantasy Origin on it. Yeah, so we're both a nay on this. That's a nay. And even like real talk, they even you. They even this 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 little thing lasted win. thirty seconds. I tops. think it's out in like ten days or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Very quick. It's it's <sighs> Square Enix. I don't know what's going on over there because Babylon's Fall is like at a forty right now. Yeah, um, I'm not that's expecting a platinum game though. That's a platinum game, but again, Square Enix publish it. 
Sure. You know, Strangers in Paradise. I, I don't see that game hitting hitting the high notes. No. Um so I'm I'm questioning some of these moves make made by by Square because it's it's there they are a very baffling publisher and company to yeah. understand. Yeah. Like being so this I think it was last week or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. them saying how disappointed they were in Guardians. Even though it, I think it did pretty well. Yeah. And everyone relatively loves that game. It just for them to say that about a very good game in their lineup and then put out Babylon's Fall. Yep. Uh, and not in say paradise. anything about that. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Something, something's, something's going awry over there. There's a, there's a cog loose in that wheel. Uh, for spoken gameplay, talk about more befuddling decisions. We've seen a little bit more of it. Uh, this befuddling game is, decisions. It's delayed again for six months, Kyle. Oh, I'm totally. It looks way better in this trailer. Okay, I hope so. I, I this this is a yay for me. I thought okay. it looked fantastic. Um, yeah, I I I'm very 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 excited about it. And like, take your time. This I'm game's fine. either gonna be good or it's gonna be bad. I don't think there's any in between. Next up, I'm I'm also a yay on it. I'm like the optimistic, but like you're on the lower end of yay. I'm on the like I'm almost at an A, but like the combat does look a little bit promising. It's just sometimes it's like a hit or miss when I see it. You and know? the movement looks so fun. Sure, looks sure. so fun. All right, next one up, but please no more. Please no more for spoken for the love of God. No more. Show me when it's ready. Or don't show me at all. Uh, Gundam Evolved, which is a multiplayer Gundam uh, win, I believe, game. Um, and as you can see, I'm not a Gundam fan, so I don't know. But that yeah. looked not great. Yeah, it's an A for me. It's just not my thing. Same, same. Uh, you look do better. <laughs> but speaking all about right. my thing, Joe, hold this right. next one, boy. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga edition and i added it here this comes from the blog together we're bringing all 13 console and arcade games and their regional versions to playstation 4 and playstation 5 in 2022 so it's the same um publisher developer that put out the aladdin and lion king oh really uh yeah package deal the the Dope. disney classics yeah i'm my god the moment the that popped up i'm like yes oh my god i love these games there are so many amazing memories including the ridiculously hard original nintendo nes game yep of of just like i don't think i ever got past this the the underwater level (laughs) i never got past that apparently there's like four other ones after that i don't know uh yeah and like the the fighters the arcade fighters are dude turtles in time i Iconic and so nostalgic for me. I can't turtles wait. in time. I can't wait. Online co-op too, as well. I read on the blog. Oh my god! Ooh, I can't wait to play this with my brother. There's just so many yeah. good memories here. I really thought we were gonna get um, Shredder's Revenge, but this was even better yeah. to me because this is this also is at the at the end where it had like the the bottom companies. So I was like, oh Konami, that's right. They had they made the older games. That's right. That's right. Cool. What a weird combo. I know. They used to be so. <laughs> Konami used to be it. They you know? used to be, yeah. 
you're making games like Castlevania. You're making games like Metal Gear, like Teenage Mutant Goddamn Ninja Turtles, all these arcade <sighs> classics. What happened? Anyway, Giga Bash. This is a this is a King of Monsters style game. Uh, cute, cool. Not my thing. Yeah, not my thing either. But it's cool that it's there. Yeah. Uh, okay, JoJo. I'll put us down for nays for that one. Oh, okay. And then you're right. You're right. Nay. And turtles, obviously, a yay. Yeah. Oh, obviously. I wrote the yays in before. <laughs> All right. Good. You didn't even you're have good. a say on you're that you're one, good. bud. <laughs> uh, JoJo All Star Battle R. This is a fighting game from the JoJo Big Adventure. Over, yes, over yeah. fifty playable characters. I think at the end of that trailer said. I'll abstain from this just because it's. No, you know what? I, no, I made the rules. I'm not changing them. Nay. I'm not familiar with the anime. Right. I'm not a fighting game person. Nope. This did nothing for me. Mm-hmm. I just know how many people love JoJo. Sure. And I know this is this was a huge highlight for a lot of uh, fans out there. So that's a, that was a big get for the state of play. I know JoJo from, I think, the Disney Channel. I think they try to make her the next like Britney Spears or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the, the pop star JoJo. Yeah. I thought you were talking about and JoJo Siwa. I was no. like, she wasn't on Disney. No, and she annoyed me because I'm like, I see what you're doing. Me, me, like the twelve, like the was it the ten year old going? I see what you're doing, corporate America. You're not. <laughs> she's not gonna win me over. I'm catching on to your <laughs> that's game. Right. That's right. Ten year old Joe was woke <laughs> as hell, man. All right, next one. Trek to Yumi. Joe, I I told you, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's a yeah. reason I picked this up on our Fantasy Critic League. Dude, that looks <sighs> incredible. Yeah. Japanese voice acted. Uh, black and white. Black and white. Kurosawa looking dope. This game looks yeah incredible. This is a day one coming spring 2022. So it's weeks away, assumingly. Um, awesome. And of course, our friend of me, Luke Lore, has an interview with them over at the oh, Xbox sweet. expansion pass. So you could go listen to that or don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this looks incredible. This is obviously a yay from both of us. Uh, just give me a second because I want to look up something about this game. Okay. I know Wild Hog is uh, co developing and they do, they did uh, Shadow Warrior. Oh, really? Yeah, they do, they do those games. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Oh yeah, okay. So most of it is one guy. Oh wow. Leonard Menchiari. Well, Leonard, you're killing it, bud. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right, this is the next EA I just wrote down for both of us. Oh, oh yes. I got out of my seat, Joe. I had I had goosebumps. Yep. And there's a moment where I mean it's the first bullet point. I'm like, we are playing this day yep. one on stream. Yep. Let's freaking go. <laughs> yep. Returnal Ascension. This is a free update hitting Returnal that adds co-op. And this comes straight from the blog. By accessing the Chronosis portal near the crash landing in or in other specific parts of the game, you'll have the option to either host or join a public cycle. Or if you'd like to share an experience with a friend, you can also choose a private cycle instead. Once your your connection is established, a Celine from another timeline will join your session and your journey will begin. Way to be co-op and multiplayer sounds so freaking cool. Right? This this <laughs> Dope. Tower of Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Sisyphus, sorry. True to our arcade roots, the Tower of Sisyphus is effectively our endless 
runner or sorry endless mode players will strive to ascend the tower as high as possible but however like the tragic story of sisyphus there is no end to the climb and players are tragically destined to meet their demise as the mode gets increasingly harder the only question is how far can you get before succumbing oh my god i oh i'm gonna be playing that so much i know aside from the new levels our new boss and some new items to discover there's also an entirely new narrative content to explore in the tower as well i won't spoil anything here but players will get another small glimpse into celine's haunting past and gain further insight into her state of mind yes please Enter my veins ASAP. So uh, a few months ago, they they tweeted out uh, signal incoming from Atropos, right? Yeah, that was clearly this. Um, I'm so excited to hop back into our game of the year, yeah, of, of 2021 because Returnal is so damn good, so damn good, and I I want to see just obviously the tower. No one's ever going to beat it because it's endless, but. I want to know how many streamers are going to like dedicate to see how long they can go. Yeah. And and be like how ridiculous it is. Like shooting an enemy is not, you don't even see the health bar going down. Mm -hmm. Are we going to get to that point eventually where it takes like two hours to take down one simple enemy? God, man, I'm excited to see what, uh, what yeah. this is going to be absolutely i again in watching it just reminds me how much i love this game yeah and there's just no doubt in my mind that's my game of the year uh, two celines of co-op man mm-hmm. i know all right the dio field chronicle it's a real-time tactical battle a dynamic uh or a new deep Deeply strategic real-time battle system. Jesus, what a what an acronym! <laughs> the bat the beginnings of a strategy RPG crafted by a by by a skilled and experienced development team. The team includes character designer Taki, the Lord of Ver, Vermin, Vermilion, Vermilion Three and Five, or sorry, Four. Uh, Kemikoku, I'm so sorry. Uh, Isamayu. Uh, from Final Fantasy 12 and Final Fantasy 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Roman numerals are throwing me off. The sound composers Rami Dewandi and Brandon Campbell from Game of Thrones. This is a, a fantasy uh, medieval RP, or sorry, uh, tactical game. I am 100% in. A lot of people are bummed this is a Final Fantasy Tactics remake. I mean, yeah. Though I, that's I, rumored to be coming out. I I sort of feel the same way. Okay. Uh, just because I again, Square Enix making very weird choices. Yeah. Of making a tactical strategy RPG like this, and then eventually probably also bringing Final Fantasy Tactics back. Like they're doing the same thing, mm-hmm. so they're they're going to be like butting heads a lot from the same publisher developer like it's weird but i'm i am excited because i saw I'm it down and i was for like this. i, I, I love, love games like this i love xcom exactly. and that's the first thing that popped in. i was like oh give me a medieval xcom yeah and i know there are probably people out there like oh there's plenty of that already kyle but like i only play xcom really from yeah. this kind of genre because i love it so much so yeah. 
Put me in a medieval setting. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, same here. A lot of people are very bummed for no reason, I feel like. Yeah. Um, Valkyrie uh, Elysium, a fresh entry into the acclaimed Valkyrie series. The Valkyrie series depicts the end of humanity and their encounters with gods through unique world inspired by the Norse mythology. This thrilling new action RPG brings the franchise to PS5 and PS4 in a brand new standalone adventure. Nay, not my thing. It's not my thing. Okay. It could be my thing, mm-hmm. but I'll be honest with you, Joe. Yeah. And listeners out there. The art style threw me. Yeah, not great. Looks Didn't very look muddy. that great. I, I think the cinematic art was pretty good. Okay. And then when it got to the gameplay, it, yeah, it looked like somebody smeared the the canvas. Yes. And that was the world, and that was everything that was going on, and I was a little bummed. Yeah. So that said, Kyle, let's yeah. see, let's see, let's get this out here. Let's get this out here. Do the yays outweigh the nays? We got, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, six yays for you, Kyle. All right. And Half. you have one, two, you have five uh, nays. Okay. And then one may. And one may. All right. Okay. I have one may and I have one, two, three, Five, six. Oh, we're the same, dude. We're yeah. literally, we have like five games we're into, six yeah, games. Or so, sorry. so even if you want to put that meh yeah. in the nay category, yeah, half of this state of play, we were excited for it, which is hmm. a great average. Yeah. 50% of this are cool things that we're excited to play. Now, That's a fantastic show. Before you get our whole thoughts, I do want to read, and Kyle, maybe you want to do. You want me to re- take, read these? I can do that. Yeah, go, go for it. Or yeah. you read one, I read one. Sure, let's do that. Go for it. Uh, First one, Sertonius writes in, that state of play was good. I was really on the fence about Forspoken, but I'm way more interested in it now, and I can't wait for more Returnal. Same. Mm -hmm. Toxic writes in, I feel insulted, honestly. No Final Fantasy 16 equals a big L. I wish I didn't even bother watching. That's true. We still, this is the one where you think we'd see that. Yeah, I did it. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I feel think like, with Forspoken's delay, it really does say uh-huh. that that game's getting pushed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gabs Goaty writes in Forspoken is looking better to me. Cool mm-hmm. for those that loved Returnal to get an update and expansion, but no update on Final Fantasy 16 after a year and a half, especially when Square showed off three titles, is severely underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started with Square. I could have thought there were many other things they could have shown too that I would have been <laughs> very happy with. <laughs> The most famous Seamus I've ever met in my whole entire life writes, It was a great little show. My favorite parts were Trek to Yumi, The Turtles Collection, Returnal Update, JoJo All-Star Battle. I heard good things about the PS3 games. Ghostwire and Square Enix games look good. Forspoken uh, looks okay, and the Final Fantasy Chaos has a demo. If someone out there was interested, oof. Uh, I'll give it an 8 out of 10, an overall excellent state of play. Pretty good. Yeah. Dewani Raksha writes, there were a bunch of genuine hype moments for me, for me, which makes missing the live chat with all of you hurt even more. Aww. Aww. Before this show, I was a little concerned about the rest of the year's release schedule. Without a date for God of War Ragnarok and lots of other titles being delayed into this year, I thought maybe we'd gotten everything we were going to get this year, but Returnal DLC. Hoping to hear I can pop trophies from the base game playing at co-op. Please. Ooh, that'd be cool. Ooh, yeah. 
tactics games always look, looks cool. And you can play that on the go, Joe. Remote play on a tablet device works great for these sort of games. That's true. I played far too much Slay the Spire in the bath this way. <laughs> Trek to Yomi is super interesting. For Spoken being bumped into October next to Gotham Knights probably hurts it a lot. I will wait for a sale on it now. The final piece for Valkyrie gave me some real Kingdom Hearts vibes from the combat, but not for baby, lol. And if there is a heap of RPG elements that go into building out that character, I will definitely take a look at it. Yeah, really excellent breakdown. And a lot of wide-ranging thoughts on this. Um, and Kyle, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just start with you, man. Overall, did you dig the show? Yeah, I dug the show. I dug, I dug it. Like we said, there was half of it where... Things I was excited for, which is a fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the important part because immediately I yeah. was already late to the game, right? Yeah. So I I stayed off of everything. I watched it immediately, and I go to Twitter. Already see, yeah. you know, awful uh, waste of waste of time. All this all this stuff, and they set expectations like they have been doing. I know. And hit those expectations. I know. I mean, yeah, were they a little, little leading with the Japanese, or you know, a Japanese focus? And obviously, our minds go to the big things: Final Fantasy yeah. sixteen and yeah. and RE four or Resident Evil Village DLC or any of that stuff. But I still think what we got was excellent, and I think this is a great appetizer for a showcase coming up soon. Yeah, and I, I think you're. I'm tired of the internet, Kyle, because oh, I'm yeah. tired of like, and it really comes down to the hype culture, the the so the so called like leakers um out there, oh, yeah. which some of them were very right on the showcase. By the way, mm-hmm. they played expectations. Some of them played them extremely well, but like when I see people like looking for the point of this state of playing with the goggles, I'm like, get over yourself. I, to me, it's like like one person's like, oh, only Nintendo knows how to do this, and I'm like. Really? Because even when Nintendo does these, you all complain. Like, let's yeah. just think about it. Like, track record. Think about it real hard. Self-reflection for a second. Every time there's a show, we hype it up to, to beyond belief. It doesn't hit right because you set your expectation to say, I, I'm going to see this because for some reason I deserve to see this type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, that thing obviously then doesn't happen, and then you're disappointed. And I'm yeah. like, to me, it's... It's like, listen, if you don't like the show, you don't like the show. That's fine. You yeah. have every right to be. But they literally set the expectations of, like, most of these games are going to be Japanese-focused. Most of them were, right? And then when I hear people complain, well, it's like the Capcom and Square, though. It's like, yeah, two of their biggest partners. Yeah. And you wouldn't be complaining about that if they dropped Resident Evil, if they dropped Final Fantasy. So let's, uh-huh. let's drop that malarkey right there right now. Uh-huh. To me, it's just like... There's no satisfying you, and y'all don't get it. This is these are marketing beats for the in between portions of the year. Yeah, they're just letting you know what's dropping for them here and there. This is not E3. This is not a future game showcase. This mm. is not a treehouse event. These are smaller contained events, and when we say that, you know, we're going to see God's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> in this event it's like there's no way so i let's, uh, another another thing just you know. to add on to that joe is and maybe uh, it's our fault too i don't know i mean i i be uh, everyone knows i love the hype i love thinking yeah. big and dreaming big and i still did that 
<laughs> but I, I knew I was going to be wrong, so I, I was already going in thinking that. But I think what I really don't like about this state of play particular, and the, not the state of play, but the right. talk around it afterwards, yeah, is ever, everyone being upset that it was focused on Japanese developers. But literally a year ago, months ago, when they said that they shut down Sony Japan... Everyone was up in arms. Yeah. Oh, they're abandoning Japan. Yep. They're abandoning what makes PlayStation PlayStation. And this state of play was literally them saying, Embracing hey, it. Look at all these Japanese games from Japanese developers. Let's celebrate it. And everyone's like, ah, oh, this was a waste of time. This was bad. It's like, I, what do you want? What do you want? It's driving me crazy. Blood and semen, apparently. But again, oh, if you oh, didn't like it, it's fine. On that one. <laughs> ah, it's fluids. <laughs> The kids Ew. gotta learn. Kids Put gotta that learn. On a shirt. Eh, it's fluid. <laughs> eh, it's fluid. Um, but yeah, no. Like to me, like it was a good show. It yeah. didn't set the world on fire. No. But like, I mm-hmm. I even made a joke about. It. I'm like, every time they announce a state of play, I pray for a Bloodborne two, and I am always disappointed. And that's <laughs> my level in it. Every time is like, I want the big thing, but I know realistically the big thing is not this show. Mm-hmm. So again. This and was, they all had 2022 dates or years. Most of them. Most of them. Some of them had all, 2023. Really? There was a 2023 yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, I I must have missed that. That yeah. said, we do have a few questions. So uh Clear Wings writes in, what was your favorite or sorry, what was your favorite state of play uh game? Ooh. It's it's either Turtles or Eternal. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't choose. It, uh, it's my childhood and my recent favorite game. It, it's hard to pick. Yeah, no. Returnal update had me really hyped. Um, I will say after that, Truck to Yumi looks incredible. Yeah, I really like uh, Dio Field and uh, the Kawabunga Collection. Dope. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So overall, I, again, I really, I really dug this. Uh, the state of play. That said, our next question comes in. This comes from Stu. Stu was very, he was adamant. He's like, I got thoughts on this state of play. And I, I like where his head's at. So they go, I have a question. More wandering thoughts, actually. I wanted to know your thoughts about games still coming out on PlayStation 4 next year and maybe further. I know we got production issues for PlayStation 5, but all the time we're still building a game with the intentions of it being on both surely PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 people are missing out especially as either two things will happen they bring out uh, the second version of the game for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 and they dole the game down so that it can handle being played on the PlayStation 4 which still means more money and more time mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts man uh yeah, still games are coming out of this PlayStation 4 everybody's talking about. It, I feel like I'm used to it. I feel yeah. like every previous generation, it's still a year or two. It yep. still comes out in the previous generation. So it's not it's not a red flag for me, per se, of like, oh, why are they still putting it out on the old consoles? Do they not believe in PS5 or yeah. whatever? What do you think? PS3 is like an incredible amount of PlayStation 4s out there in the world. Yeah. So to to make it also come out on that console makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and especially like when it comes to Dio Field, that game's coming out on Switch. It could easily yeah. be put on PlayStation Four, Absolutely. you would assume. Yeah. So for me, I get it. 
but like until I played Horizon, I was just like, oh no, why would I want to play this on a PS4 when I have it on PS5? Like uh, the and, games and are just looking reverse, so much better on yeah. PlayStation Five, yeah. And the reverse of that, the PS Five versions mm-hmm. look fantastic. Yeah, like when I think of Miles, the launch game, the PS Four and PS Five, PS Five version was drop dead gorgeous. Yep. So Wait. there is. You're fine with, yeah. with both versions. With like when it comes to just like the dynamic lighting alone, yeah, it re- you really do tell the difference yeah. between both consoles. And then like the load, the loading or the lack thereof, like Elden Ring loads in like three seconds. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to I, think about it. It's just because you brought it up. I am bummed. There's no dual sense like haptic stuff with Elden Ring. Yeah, absolutely. It's I a big, bit of a bummer. Uh, but yeah, like I do understand the concern, but I think. Like these games were going to come out this year or or, 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 or late last year, mm-hmm. and again, the global supply chain has messed up some things. This is going to be a really long generation, and it won't be the last Michael Pactor. This will be just a <laughs> slow generation. Oh so. boy, that was the first tweet I saw this morning. I know he's a joke. Anyway, uh, I just want to know when his punchline is. Dewane. <laughs> Raksha also has a question. Where does Ragnarok fit into this coming year? If it's going to be June, July, or August, it's getting really, uh, it's getting a real short window for promotion. If it's later than that, it's going to eat for Spoken's lunch. Sony successfully ran Last of Us Part Two alongside Ghost of Tsushima, but is it optimal? Great question. And I will say, I think we got. Yeah, I think we got the date for God of War in January, and that game That's came out in April. Yeah, it was like a three-month window. Yeah, so usually when like promotions for games usually run, for the big ones, about a month ahead, and it really ramps up between the the second to last week and the last week of the game. And then when the game comes out, there's usually a small little tidbit at the end. So you're usually looking at a five to three week window of heavy promotion on like TV, Twitter and all that stuff. So you really don't need everybody to be, all you really need is people to know that this game exists, you know, right now. And people know that it exists. Yeah. It's the headliner. It's it's the star of the PlayStation lineup. So now all you need to do is tell people when the date is and people are going to be lining up. The game's pre-orderable on PS and right now. So that date's going to come sooner than you think. Yeah. The God of War 2018, uh, the date was uh, announced on January 23rd, 2018, and it came out on April 20th. So three months later. So, yeah, if if you think we get a God of War focused state of play next month, I could see God of War Ragnar coming out in July. Yeah. And I think that's fantastic and playstation knows it can launch its game anytime and it's things oh, gonna yeah. sell I think Ghost of Tsushima, yeah i think mm-hmm. ghost of tsushima uh, proved that too and even it launching around last of us didn't hurt that game sales nope game did fantastic mm-hmm. that said that's been a long segment but a needed length <laughs> if you ask me uh now kyle it's all fluid, <laughs> it's all fluid. listen it's <laughs> fluid it's time to square up the news 
first bit of news that needs to be squared up is from Tom Ivan over at VGC. Tom writes, a God of War TV series from the Expanse's creators is reportedly in the works. According to Deadline, the iconic action-adventure franchise is being adapted for TV by the Expanse creators, executive producers Mark Fergus and Hawk Osby, and the Wheel of Time executive producer showrunner Rafe Judkins. It claims Amazon is in negotiations with Sony to secure the streaming rights for Prime Video, although neither company commented on the report when approached by the publication. As of August 2021, Sony said it had sold 19.5 million copies of God of War for PS4. The game was released for PC in January, and a sequel, God of War Ragnarok, will arrive for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 in 2022. PlayStation Productions is also working on a Last of Us HBO TV series, a live-action Ghost of Tsushima movie helmed by John Wick director Chad Stileski, and a Twisted Metal TV series from Deadpool's writers, among other projects. So it really just seems like the stream wars are just ramping up, man. Because like Amazon also has what? Like they're working on the Fallout show. They're also working on... Uh, mass effect sh- show reportedly. oh yeah you're right i forgot about that mm-hmm. it just seems like people are hungry for content and they're wondering where there's a fan base that they can tap into and man they're they're having at it when it comes to you know video games well that i, I think i said this a few weeks ago i feel like everyone's like we've done all the books what's the next yeah. untapped medium that we can go for to tell stories and PlayStation is ripe with stories to tell on, on the big screen and small screen. So, yeah. so Drellish writes in, and this is a really good question. How do you think the story of God of War should be told in a TV adaptation? For me, the 2018 release was the first time I truly com- uh, connected emotionally with Kratos in the role as a father. And that could be something that is at the core of the story building in this adaptation. Kratos's uh, war with the gods can be served as a backdrop, but it should not be the primary aspect of the story. Thoughts? Should any aspect of Kratos pre-2018 be told? And if so, how? I agree. I think they have to follow the 2018 game Mm. uh, because of just how unlikable Kratos was in every other game. And I feel like the story of Kratos and Atreus in 2018 leads itself to a TV show. The the bond that was being formed in that game. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you can't do any pre-2018 Kratos stuff. Like, I could totally see them doing, like, a flashback. Or or do one of those episodes, like, I, I, I think Stranger Things did it once. Mm. Where they went completely somewhere else with Eleven. And right. like the, you can go completely do a whole episode of Kratos before he got to this point. Mm. Like I can, I can, I'm totally fine with, with just following, following the last game. Maybe by the time it comes out, it'll wrap up Ragnarok as well. And, and we'll, we'll go into that, but I'm, I'm fine with doing the new stuff. I'm torn because to me, I think the most, the most important thing of this adaptation is not how it's, you know, when it's taking place, but how it's shot. This, Mm. to me, the show has to be a one shot. 
Oh boy. I think that's the most important thing for this. Is like you can't do that for a TV show. Uh, crazier things have happened. I'm not listening. I know again, I know I'm I think you could just do it, but like they did it for a 40 hour experience. Yeah. I think you could do it here. It's going to take a, it's going to, it's going to be really hard, but I think you could legitimately pull it off. And to me, and I mean, this goes into mystic Stiv. If they're going to cover one mythology of God of war, uh, which mythology would you like them to cover? You have to do the Greek mythology. And I think what this gives an opportunity for is to build Kratos and to make him make mistakes, but to also give him the 2018 treatment of like, oh, he's he's genuinely a conflicted hero. Um, he's he, you can make him relatable. You can fix Jaffe's errors, <laughs> right? To put it lightly or bluntly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you don't need the sex mini game thing, right? Um, and then you can you can make up for it in like let's just say a season three or whatever. I I think you need to tell the backdrop, or else the moment. The moments in God of War 2018, and I shan't say it because it's on PC. You can still play it, right? It's fresh for a lot of folks. There's moments in there that will not impact folks as much. Though, I, you know, 2018 was my first God of War, and it blew me away. It's a perfect game. Mm-hmm. I do think you need, at the very least, you're right, like a, a, an 11-moment of, like, we need to show you in Greece. We yeah. need to show you how you get all this. I, I think they can accomplish what you are getting at by having these little flashbacks at yeah. pre Norse mythology Kratos. Sure. And I, I would love to see the Greek gods in the show, but right. I feel like everyone does the Greek gods. So I think it would set them apart by sticking with the Norse True. gods and just something a little different. Um, and seeing a different version of like Thor than Chris Hemsworth. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. It could be like an attack. Uh, was it Clash of the Titans? I was going to say Attack, I was of, the say attack of the Titans. <laughs> it could be like a Clash of the Titans kind of kind of thing. But uh-huh. yeah, I wonder where they take. Like, I'm excited for this. I do the Expanse uh, creators. I've only heard great things. Yeah. the ex- From what I understand, because. You know, our good friend Luke just loves this show, and everybody that says it, like like who watches the show, is like this show is legitimately amazing. That gives me a lot of promise, and it gives me even more promise when we're taking a look at all these shows and movies that they're doing of the people that are handling the IP. Like again, the John Wick director doing the Ghost of Tsushima movie, right? The Deadpool writers handling Twisted Metal. Like mm-hmm. these are writers that I feel like will understand the tone of these things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. Um, I have no doubts, but the only question is, and as Awesome Dave's asks, uh, what is your dream casting for the God of War show, and who would make it a true slanger in your opinion? Stop it! It's banger. hashtag no, it's not hashtag Idris Elba for Kratos. <laughs> I'm sorry, the shirt says AAA banger. It's banger. Uh, oh God! All right, <laughs> I uh, I hate what you've become. <laughs> I I don't know if I could ever recover from this. <laughs> um, 
my my dreamcasting i tweeted yeah. about it don't fix what ain't broke all right Christ- christopher judge as kratos he he is a, an actor he's, he's stargate for a long time yeah he knows the character yeah so if we want to get that kratos who is vulnerable and we can see it why not give it to the person who has already embodied the role yeah. For two games now. The only reason why I, I have any pause, because you're right, Christopher Judge, yeah. he's Kratos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, I know he's had some surgeries. Sure. That's put him out of commission. And when I'm thinking God of War, I am thinking this is going to be a very physical, attentive role. It's going to be brutal. I, I did have yeah. that same thought. But uh, yeah, I, I just know he knows that character so well. But honestly, I wouldn't. I w- as I'm going into Discord, I get this random number that says, "Hey, no, s- stop this!" Because someone, <laughs> someone's like the perfect role for Kratos would be, and they gave like a long laundry list uh-huh. of like who who it could be and who it should be, and one of them in particular struck me. But I like the Idris Elba thing. I think, yeah. I mean, Idris Elba could act his way out of a goddamn paper bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not want Ger- Gerard Butler. Nope. No. Everyone's uh, going to be like, Who, this isn't Leonidas. No. Yeah. Dominic Purcell, um, who is from Prison Break. I don't, I don't know. He, has, never he has like the jawline for it. I don't know him as an actor, but I know who will get butts in seats, Kyle. Who's that? Jason Momoa is number one. But my question <sighs> is, can Jason really... Can can Jason really act? <laughs> he, he plays. Can, can he have that vulnerability yeah. that we want from this new version of Kratos? I don't know. Can he play someone absolutely stoic? Mm-hmm. Like I like Jason Momoa. He has a lot of uh, um, was it charisma, right? And just oh my god, have you seen his body? Everybody, have you seen his body when he comes out of the water? Whew. My goodness. Even me, I was like, is it getting on me or is it just Jason goddamn Momoa? Um, but like he's 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 a little bit too goofy. So he really needs to come down a few. Uh, but I also say saw Dave Batista. Oh. And he's a he's he's a legitimately a great actor. Yes, he is. So I would be down for that. Dave Batista or yeah, Jason Momoa, because you know he's going to bring ha- people in there. I have another pick. Okay. I've never watched this show. Go for it. But when I see him, mm-hmm. I can see him being Kratos. Okay. And if they go the Norse route, mm-hmm. it would make sense. Travis Fimmel. Mm. You might be thinking, who's Travis Fimmel? Yeah. He played Ragnar Lothrock on Vikings. Oh, okay. I could totally mm. see him doing Kratos. Hmm. He's got the look. He's got the beard. True. Doesn't even have to grow it out. Well, he he's he knows his way around an axe. I hope he's, he's, he acts better than he did in that Warcraft movie, though. I didn't Tell see Warcraft. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Joe has problems with that movie. <laughs> but that's for another after show. All right, listen, we're running real late. This is a topic that we could go on and on for. Yeah. But yeah. I want to know everybody. Danny DeVito is Brock. <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVito's Brock or just Kratos or I walk. Are you kidding me? How about Idris Elba's Kratos, Danny DeVito, DeVito as Atreus? <laughs> yeah. 
<clears throat> oh my god. Oh my god, he killed me there. Boy! Boy. Egg? <laughs> Egg in this trying time? No, boy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Idris Elba's acting his goddamn heart out, but, like, Danny DeVito's phoning at home. <laughs> He's just Frank from Always Sunny. That's that's Absolutely. what he is. Absolutely. All right, Kyle, listen. The next por- part is a serious one. It's a continuation from last week's story, mm-hmm. but it is important. It revolves PlayStation, so we must talk about it. Ryan Brown over at CNBC writes, Sony suspends all PlayStation sales in Russia over Ukraine war. Sony has stopped selling its PlayStation consoles and software in Russia, becoming the latest major brand to withdraw from the country over the Ukraine war. Sony's decision is one of the video game industry's most significant moves yet. The company has the biggest presence in Russia of any console maker, according to industry insiders. Quote, PlayStation has the largest installed base, so if a company on the console side has a particularly hard choice from a purely financial angle, it's Sony said Lewis Ward, head of gaming at research firm IDC. A representative for Sony's video game unit said in a statement on Wednesday that the company has suspended all software and hardware shipments in the country, as well as the launch of new racing title Gran Turismo 7. The PlayStation Store also will no longer be available in Russia. Quote, Sony Interactive Entertainment, SIE, joins the global community in calling for peace in Ukraine, the company said. To support humanitarian aid, Sony Group Corporation announced a $2 million donation to the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, the UNHCR, and the international NGO Save the Children to support the victims of this tragedy, end quote, the company's statement added. Now, Kyle, there's a little question and a little point that I'd like you to read as well, sir. PlayStation is joining Microsoft, Activision, EA, Take-Two, CD Projekt, Epic, and dozens of others to cut off sales from Russia. We were talking about it in the Discord last week, so the question stands. Who does this actually hurt? This was a really good conversation on Discord. Of, like, who does this really hurt? At the end of the day, we're PlayStation is joining dozens of gaming companies, but there's, at this point, hundreds of companies just backing out of, you know, Russia. Right over Putin's aggression, um, and listen. I think McDonald's is leaving. McDonald's did, and they're taking a ten percent hit of their, uh, you know, their revenue. It's huge over yeah. there. Yeah, um, Coca Cola begrudgingly did it as well. So at the end of the day, it comes down to two things, Kyle. Um, it comes down to PR. You know, you don't want sure. it because listen. <laughs> We, we do a lot of business with other authoritative governments of the likes of, of, of China, and we're pretty fine with it because we have kind of like this unspoken, listen, we won't say anything if you don't say anything type of attitude. Um, but when it comes to, to Russia, the spotlight's on it, right? So the last thing you want as a company is to be seen with someone um, that just bombed a, a children's maternity ward. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, you, this is just a bad look all around on a PR lens. And so you are out of here and look, they're donating to great causes as well. And it just makes them look like they're a, a great company. But the realistic thing here is it doesn't matter who this hurts as a company. It doesn't matter if it's the Russian people or the oligarchs that really want to play Gran Turismo. Um, it comes down to the simple fact. And this is just it's, it is what it is money right now the russian ruble is probably going to be as worth as much as dogecoin is in a few days um and it 
it's going to take more money to hire accountants to calculate how their money keeps fluctuating within every you know hour or every minute. And so it is just more cost effective for them to just back out entirely. So does this hurt the people? Yes. And the hope is that the people say, whoa, all right, enough of this. We don't even want this in the first place. We don't, you know, now we can't, we can't have any type of escapism. We, we only have to watch your shitty TV, Putin, and your channels are awful. You know, no, enough is enough. And they start rubble rousing in the streets and Mm -hmm. that trickles hopefully upwards to the other people in charge, the oligarchs that all of a sudden, yeah, they're hurting financially and they want a quick out. And so maybe that means a regime change. So that's why this is such. This is why these companies are doing it. It's not necessarily because they're so nice and they believe in the play of the Ukrainians. It's more like this is a really bad look if we stay. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to put that out there. So that's why this is all happening. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens in a few weeks. I, I genuinely think a few weeks things are going to drastically change. Um, so hopefully... You know, hopefully there is, hopefully there's an end to the madness, you know? Yeah. I got nothing to add. You said that beautifully. I agree with everything you said. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I wanted you to read the question. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, Kyle's not smart enough. Again, uh, world's children, sorry, world, uh, world central kitchen. Awesome place to go throw some dollars at feeds kids that are running from the war um, you know, it, it helps refugees in need. So go over there, help them out. Awesome foundation. Makes yourself feel a little good, like you're doing a little something too. It's 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 a really great feeling. And uh, just while we're on the topic, yeah. Uh, if you own a PC, or even if you don't own a PC, mm-hmm. I highly suggest going to itch.io and grabbing the bundle for Ukraine game bundle. Mm-hmm. It's 992 games. For ten dollars, nice, and it all goes to um, helping out the charities in Ukraine. Yeah, uh, it's a great deal, obviously for you, but you're also doing a great deal of good. Yeah, so I highly suggest that as well. Absolutely. With that, there is no easy way to transition out of this. So, um, Kyle, I heard I heard a rumor. Oh, rumor, 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 rumor has it. <laughs> usually do the rumors but i'll read it this yeah. time dari bihan over at game rant writes sly cooper ps5 developer allegedly revealed at the onset of the playstation 5 generation rumors from inside sony began to emerge claiming that the company was going to double down on beloved playstation franchises for the foreseeable future this would mean the revival of beloved franchises that could leverage success going forward such as how activision revived crash bandicoot and spyro the dragon One such franchise is Sly Cooper, which has had a hectic few months of on and off rumors of an upcoming next entry. After a recent rumor indicating that Sony is planning to announce both new Sly Cooper and Infamous games later this year, it appears the developer of the next Sly game has been leaked. Rumors of a new Sly Cooper arose in late 2021 when Xbox era hosts Special Nick revealed that his sources had claimed that a new entry in the PlayStation 2 era 3D platforming series was in early development. Earlier this week, credited insider account 
NGT, who just a few months ago leaked Quantic Dream's upcoming Star Wars game, Star Wars Eclipse, with images taken directly from its then-unreleased trailer, corroborated Nick's claims that new Sly Cooper and Infamous games are in development. Okay, so my source has given me the green light. This is uh, counting NGT, right, uh, speaking. Yeah. Uh, but we're still not 100% certain. But it's believed that Pixel Opus, as many of you have guessed, possibly in collaboration with Sony Animation, are the ones working on Sly. I also believe Sony Animation is on the cartoon project. So if you're Sony and you just took a look at Spyro and you just took a look at Crash and you just took a look at Ratchet and Clank and all these platformers getting their due and how much we all check the look, we're all check the look, the renaissance that is, this makes 110%. Sense. Oh my god. Pixel Opus, what they did with Concrete Genie, we both love that game. They make so much sense making a Sly game. Yeah. And to have it intertwine with and not gonna lie, I called it a few weeks ago, humble brick. Uh <laughs> and uh you know, for for it to be coincide with Sony animation, which if you guys know me, I'm a huge stan for Sony animation. I genuinely think their recent films, uh, Meet the Mitchells and of course Into the Spider-Verse are some of the best animation work just ever. Um and it being Unreal Engine 5 means that you're going to see some matching assets, I think, from whatever animated show they're doing to the video game. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. I'm is so, great. so hyped for this because I remember like way back when, when they revealed the Sly movie, it looked awesome. I I, I do not remember that oh, at all. Kyle, I think it's because the sadness wiped that memory away. Sure. Sure. <laughs> it yeah. looked awesome. So yeah, I'm, I'm totally on board with this. I think this makes perfect sense. And hopefully we'll see this in a few weeks as well. Because this yeah. is not something you would announce at a you know showcase in September and it be out in a few weeks. I think this one is one you want to give a little love and you know care to. This is at the big showcase around E3 time. Uh, I yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe sooner. Maybe so what do you know? Nothing. Tony, what do you know? <laughs> I don't like my suit. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I just probably see like whenever you know the God of War reveal is, this will be there. It. Uh, I don't want to get too into it. Year, if it's I don't want to get too into it, but I think the God of War state of play would just be on God of War. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Foolish Fuji writes in with games being added. Uh, adapted into shows what other playstation games would you like to see adapted personally i'd love a ratchet and clank animated series so i'm really Mm. thinking more of the animator front here kyle yeah yeah and so like for me i genuinely would want to see i think sly cooper makes the most sense out of all of them Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i think having like a like a kid's cartoon of like him having like the next thing he has to snatch um would be cool would be cool to see. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm looking right at the postcards that are signed by the voice actors who play the characters. Give me a Final Fantasy VII show. <laughs> just an get, anime. I, not, no, no, not not animated. Oh, just real talk, just a like show. a live action. Jesus, let me live in the world of Midgar. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's hard for me to come up with like a. Oh no, it's not. Never mind. Give me a Moss animated show. Yes. I'm. Ju- I'm just looking at the wall and still. Yes. <laughs> the Moss, By the way, uh, I should talk artwork. to you later. 
Oh, oh, we got, oh boy. Oh. So, Fuji, uh, Fuji, I think you're, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Ratchet and Clank Show would be, that would dope. be dope. Would love that. Would love that. That said, we got more serious news here as well. Um, Kyle, would you like this to read this or would you of like Of course to? I will. All right, go for it. Uh, Joseph uh, Knopp over at IGN writes, PlayStation sued by former IT analysts alleging gender discrimination. Update, eight more women join lawsuit. An update from the lawsuit in November. Eight more women, including both current and former employees of PlayStation, have joined the lawsuit alleging sexist treatment during their time at the company, as reported by Axios. The new plaintiffs accused PlayStation of fostering a work environment where behaviors included demeaning remarks and unwelcome advances, as well as greater difficulty in getting promoted for women than men. One woman, Marie Harrington, who was with the company for 16 years, recalled a session where only four women were considered for promotion alongside almost 70 men. So this is just a really small update to what is going on. There's not much information that's broke before the show happened. So if there's more information, we'll cover it for sure. Um, But like this, like the last part in particular doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I mean, just to take a look at the demographics of this industry, um, you know, women being passed up for roles. I definitely, yeah, I definitely could believe that one. Um, so much so uh, yeah. of how much of a boys club this industry still truly is. Um, but, you know, when it comes to all the allegations, of course, we're going to believe uh, the victims until absolutely proven elsewhere, uh, elsewise. So mm-hmm. hopefully this gets resolved ASAP um, and everybody gets, you know, the 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 right outcome here yeah i know Um, it pains you as much as me and i think a lot of people out there i hate knowing that this exists in the thing that i love yeah and i realize me saying that is so naive because it exists everywhere (laughs) because women don't get the respect that they deserve Mm -hmm. in, in most places of business or just in life in general and i it just it makes me so sad and i i really hope that whoever is responsible gets what's coming to them in addition to playstation looking at how they run things and changing the game changing everything up to make sure it does foster that kind of environment yeah because it seems like again on the outside they have been making those genuine steps but again you know when you hear news like this It's just the bitter pill to swallow that, like, I saw people going, this is why Xbox is better. It's like, bro, this is happening everywhere. This is proving that it's systematic. It's every, Mm -hmm. even like with Phil Spencer, when when he talked about how we need to be better to each other, he even pointed at himself going, we are not perfect. Yeah. We're not perfect. That's a great save for like, yeah, there's probably shit here. You know, like it. Again, the way that this industry has been brought up, of course, these these claims, there's going to be some validity to them, you know, 100 yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. So to me, it speaks more to the industry as itself, as as we are getting better at addressing these things. And as we're getting more diverse voices in, we're starting to see better games come out of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, again. I, I hope everything gets resolved ASAP, and uh, I wish I had more information to talk more on it, but unfortunately, I just don't. That said, it's time for some Flash news, and there's only three pieces of Flash news here. Uh, one, Kyle, 
Gotham Knights BB. Yeah! Coming out October 26th. It's official. This holiday season, you're going to be playing Gotham Knights with me. I can't wait. I genuinely needed this kind of news today. It's been a long week. Yeah. Definitely uh, had happier times. Uh, I'll be okay, everybody. Don't worry. But it's just I... I want so badly to play and live in Gotham mm-hmm. and knowing that Gotham Knights is going to tell the tale of what is my favorite Batman comic in the court of owls. It's just, it's, I, I want it so bad. I know. And to know that the date is finally this year. Um, great. Awesome. Relief. Can't wait. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and again, Forspoken delayed till October 11th. So there's that. Uh, Bungie. Here's here's one. Have you heard this? Have you seen this? Have you heard this, hey, everybody? Hey. Yeah. Uh, Bungie is hiring for a new third-person action game. This comes from our good friend Benji Sales. He writes, friend of the show, a new job listing from Bungie confirms that they are working on a third-person action game. Quote, you will be the tip of the spear to define the vision and features of a new third-person action game at Bungie. Excited to see the studio try an other than uh, an FPS. Now they've done like third person stuff before. I think Oni was one that they did, right? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. That being said, though, we know Bungie for that first person, that Halo, that you know Destiny. I hear a little bit about. Um, uh-huh. This is something that we I thought we've known for a while now, but they're making a fantasy third person action game. This was, I believe, the NetEase game. So, oh, okay. yeah, I believe this was the NetEase game. I could be wrong, but I know that they are working on multiple games. So they're working on the first person like hero shooter. I believe it's codenamed Matter. They're working on this and they're working on something else. So and we can assume the next iteration of, of Destiny. So like mm-hmm. Bungie's got some teams going on, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely awesome. becoming a bit of a publishing powerhouse. Uh, before we move from Flash News, there's something that I, I forgot to add to the How dare doc. You. Go for it. Uh, but it, it literally came out a few hours ago. Um, fan favorite ex-Bethesda director Ikumi Nakamura introduces new studio, Unseen. <gasps> nice. Um, so Ikumi, who you know, if you don't know. Stole the uh, show in our hearts. Bethesda showcase a few years ago at E3. She was the game director on Ghostwire. And she came out on stage, and yeah, she stole our hearts. Uh, just her love for games and what she does was so wholesome and, yeah. and adorable. Um, she later left and has been floating around, but now she's making her new studio called Unseen. And um, what she says about it is, uh, let me make sure, she wants games to focus on her interest in mystery, horror, sci-fi, and the supernatural. Nice. Her studio is going to be multicultural. Nice. And uh, the big quotes in the IGN article uh, says, I want to make a game with characters that reflect real-life personalities and minorities. Mm. So good on you, Akumi. I can't wait to see what you're coming out. Yeah. That's I, awesome. I wonder what she means when it comes to multicultural. Because like, does it mean like, oh, this team... Is like literally worldwide. Then, like, how mm. does how do how do you? Because different cultures, like, you know, how I'm Jersey Blunt wouldn't be Jersey Bluntness ain't gonna roll well <laughs> if if I'm sure. in Japan. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, just yeah. the way, even when it comes to like how people read body language is different. Uh, uh, you know, d- 
depending on where you're from. So mm-hmm. I'm interested in that aspect where she says multicultural. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. That's it, Kyle. Are you holding on to something by any chance? Yes. Prepare the drop. You are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Dawn of Ragnarok out on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. It's out right now. And then WWE 2K22 on PS4 and PS5 on March 11th. That that character creator is haunting. It's better than some of the other ones. That's not a good excuse. It's not it's, a good excuse. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I the guy was Edge going looked to... freakish. <laughs> Uh, it, it looked way better than than the previous 2K games. Let me mm. tell you. Right. Um, I wasn't going to pick it up, mm-hmm. but the more the people saying that it's fun, mm. I'm like, eh, maybe maybe I do pick this up okay. and, and dig into the create uh, or the my career story mode, which yeah. is always bonkers. But uh, hopefully, it's good. Yeah, absolutely. And before we get into the Sony Pony Express, Kyle, I want to know what you've been playing, my dude. Oh, a lot of a lot of Elden Ring. Yeah. Um for better or worse. <laughs> I it's I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I would be honest with a lot of people out Please. there listening. My patience is wearing thin. Yeah. With Elden Ring. And I feel like as much as people praise the open world yourself included, sure. I'm finding that to be a bit of a detriment to me. You're just getting lost. You have no sense of direction. Not even the sense of direction. It's just knowing Mm -hmm. how much stuff is there Yeah, and hidden makes me want to comb every inch. Okay. So I don't miss anything because that's the type of gamer that I am. Yeah. And the fact that I go to this corner of the map, it was like, oh, there's got to be something hidden there. And there's nothing. Uh I'm like, oh. Waste of time. <laughs> and, and then I, I run back, and it's especially in the early, the, the main... Limgrave, yeah. Limgrave. Like, what's the point of even having the enemies now that I'm all powered up? Like, I'm just running by everybody, because they're not giving me enough rooms right. or anything. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a little bummed. I'm going to force myself to move ahead in the story a little bit. Hopefully sure. that will breathe some new life into oh, it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm feeling currently being... 15, 16 hours in, in the main first area, Limgrave. It's kind of boring to me right now. Okay. I'm hoping that changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting the vibes of what I think you and I said about Forspoken, where I was like, oh, that world looks very empty. Yeah. I'm feeling that a little bit in the opening area, but hopefully that will change. Yeah. Um, I haven't hopped back into Horizon yet because Elden Ring has taken over, but... Uh, Hopefully, I, I hop back in because I'm generally excited about where that story is going. Elden Ring has such an awesome alert to it where it's like my boss told me where she found like this thing to help like get you smithing stones. So, and like, they, they, I'm like, oh, cool. So, like, I'll go on my lunch break and I'll go and I'll play a little bit of it and find the uh-huh. thing. I'll be like, oh, awesome. Or like, we'll give us each other hints of like where to farm XP or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's those moments that are really cool. At the same exact time, yeah, I, I'm i sorry, guys, I'm lost. <laughs> and there's only so much so that I could get lost yeah. where it then, like, things start losing their meaning. Yeah. The world's gorgeous. It is literally the, the biggest and the best open world I've experienced. But 
I'm sorry, and I know I'm going to get a ton of shit for this, but I really don't care anymore. I would like a I I, I would like the ability to turn on a HUD. Like everybody mocked like, like if this was a, a, a yeah. Ubisoft game, and I think you said it perfectly. If this was an Ubisoft game, you can literally manage the the HUD the way you like it. You they can literally give put, you the options. Yeah. I, I I distinctly remember. I think hopping on with you to play the division. Yeah. Uh, maybe division two. Yeah, and being uh, and uh, maybe it was during that beta actually, and going into the options like, oh, you can scale up the map and move it wherever you want you on scale screen. Scale up the HUD, you could move things. You can, you can, left, it's right, very center. malleable, and yeah. you can do whatever you want to it to fit your needs. And I just wish there was. I feel like we have grown in games <laughs> where these things should kind of be the standard. Yeah. I understand it's I, the vision and everything, but like, and at the same exact time, game. it's like, okay, we, we get it, Miyazaki, you're obtuse, but like, we can't just keep on giving you the pass anymore, man. And when we're saying like, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. I would like a journal so that I can at least remember a name of a location, yes. and I like, you just get attacked online for it because mm-hmm. the game was rated a 97. It's like, come on now, like, the, like even like when I'm like, yeah, I would like to uh, a goddamn journal. Uh, and and you're like you're mocked for it. it's like shut shut up yeah <laughs> just shut it, up it's funny it's funny you say you, just you want say to that know where... the names I, I yeah. if I need a notebook if I need to write it down like I'm playing D and D I would be playing D and D exactly <laughs> like come on like I, I saw one person yeah. give it the the like oh it's, it reminds me back in the 90s I'm like oh that's great if we were in the 90s but guess what I have a <laughs> I have a computer the size of a chocolate bar like yeah, yeah things yeah. have changed so again I think the combat's fantastic I think the boss fights are incredible the best of from software has ever done level design is incredible I would just like a little bit more golden path because they say this game's 30 hours in. I am 40, 50 hours in. I have not scratched the surface. And there is, I am at the part where I'm like, okay, I'm, I I think I want to jump to Horizon right now because I'm a little lost and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. But not done, but like I need to put a pause on this. Yeah, but like yeah. I do think Elden Ring's my game of the year so far. And I, we have an even deeper conversation about this on the, on the Road to Greatness, which you all should really check out. But there is that element of like, I hate that if I have a mild criticism, it's me and it's not the game. How many times is it me and not the game? You know, maybe this is what they're all talking about. These gosh dang easy modes. I don't know. Thank, thank you for it, validating every single time I bring up that the community, that so, the Souls community, for the most part, every time I interact with it, it's awful. They're, they're, they're really like, some very good, good people in that community, yeah. but for the most part, online, it's awful. They are the, the people that are gun ho about it, that are defending this game they're constantly. Just a bunch of golems. A bunch precious. of golems, and it's it. You're turning me off to the game. Yes. Because you won't Thank even you. admit that, like, yeah, there's minor criticisms. It's really annoying. I actually, like, I loathe the conversations on, on, yeah. on Elden Ring because it's just like, it is. It's just dumb toxicity. It's yep. like, well, I didn't find a problem with this. Like, fine, cool. Like, World of Warcraft's cr- quest log, you can turn it on so that you can find the location immediately on the map. Or, guess what? You can just read the little journal that they give you. And you go, yeah. oh, okay, so it could be around this side of the forest, and you just go that way. Just gives you options. I don't know. Part of me but expects at some point, 
in Elden Ring, you're going to open the map and notice, like, in the corner, like, glowing runes yeah. or glyphs. And then you're going to have to figure out those glyphs to figure out how to go somewhere else. Like, it's too involved. Oh, Kyle, you're not going to like the underground. <laughs> you just described oh, the underground. No, no. <laughs> but here's the thing, like... Overall, this game is amazing. I just yeah. have a little critique here or there. Oh yeah, no, I'm loving it. But like, there's it's but the some of it exhausting. feels new and fresh, yeah, and exciting. And like you said earlier, some of it is still extremely dated. Yeah, the Stormvale Castle. I feel like I've gone through that in Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. It's very similar in parts. Like it's aesthetically, I could see that. But when like, you fight that, on. when you fight the boss, Jesus. And also, oh, let's I'm be sure. honest: the, co- the sure. co-op, I'm, I'm restricted to an area. Let's let's oh, let's drop that. Talk, let me let's let me bring it. this real, real, right, real fast, real fast. Yeah. Uh, so I got summoned today, mm-hmm. and they brought me out. What a awful system! Because <laughs> I get brought into another player's world. Yes. And then I have no idea where to find the other players that I'm supposed mm-hmm. to go help. Mm-hmm. I was running around for 15 minutes, <laughs> not knowing where these stupid people are. So it's like I they could onboard them. you a little bit better. Oh, I, I know, right? It'd yeah. be great if they mm-hmm. just taught me a little bit what to look for. And mm-hmm. But like, I, I finally found them. And they were all fighting. There was like three three dudes against one. Yeah. And then the two gigantic bears come out of nowhere and take everybody out. And, and then was you're back like, to your world. Cool. That was a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this game is really good. It's just the conversations. It's gotten tiring. And there, and, I, yeah. and I generally feel like the audience is ruining it, man. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. You can have criticisms. It's just It's not the player's fault if no. there is this growing sentiment of like, eh, the, in an open world, you should... You should be, there should be an invisible hand giving me the sense of exploration. Uh-huh. You know, yep. give me that golden path for realsies though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, overall, I love the game. Here's a Fantastic. VIP list of all the NPCs you, you met. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great. That'd be great. All right, Kyle, it's time. That therapy session's over. It's time <laughs> to hop on the Sony Pony Express. Yee-haw! Also that Renella boss fight though. That Renella boss fight, though, is so I haven't good. been there. I don't know. Oh, it's so good. Yuna writes in, Hey, guys. Dragon Age process progress has been slow this week. As I'm taking a guess, you could say a small break to avoid a lot of burnout. That's but, fair. That's very fair. But I have some progress this week. Thankfully, let's just say I started a romance. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. It's happening. Uh, that can thankfully be resolved. That was not Anders. Oh. <gasps> Oh, oh, one night stand, you know, you dirty dough. All right, so don't tell them secret. Your secret safe with me and the thousands of other people that Chat, are listening. Be in. cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be, be cool. chill. Be chill. Yuna's our bro. Remember, Yuna's our bro here. All right. <clears throat> My question for this week is: What games do you save for breaks or vacations off from work? This week, I've been doing Life is Strange: True Colors. Oh my god, so so amazing, and just got. WWE 2K22. It's kind of my MOB hey, the show. Nice. I understand that. Uh, to play while I'm on break this week. So I leave it to you guys. What do you guys save or don't save for types of breaks? Man, I remember when I got breaks. Yuna's yeah. on spring break right now. I remember that. 
Yeah. Good times. Good mm-hmm. times. Um, games that I typically save for break are games that are on my backlog that I want to experience and try. And for somehow, for the life of me, I don't know why, but I chose Sekiro and I absolutely loved it for the mm-hmm. winter break. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I like to do. I like to punish myself. You know? <laughs> I like I to usually, work when I'm not at work. Yeah. For like school breaks back when mm-hmm. that was a thing I was I would still get I would hold off uh and play like RPGs during that week. Cuz I know I have the time. I know I can sit down and just get lost and you know random battles and final fantasy and fighting bosses and whatnot. Like yeah. that's that's my jam. So those are the kind of games I uh I hold off yeah. for breaks. Same. Same. Tim Wolf writes would you rather ooh, go back to a time and play a game with your kid self? Oh, if so, which game and what system? Or go back in time and show off a system to your kid self? If so, what system, what year, and how old would you be? Oh, great question, Tim. Fuck. Also, oh, how man. old's your son, Tim? I feel like we've mentioned your yeah. son on so many I episodes. I got this bleep button for him. <laughs> It only took yeah, so 100 you don't episodes. Say cover your ears. Exactly. Uh, hey, cover your ears, Tim son. I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have an answer. Okay, go for it. I'm going back in time and playing one game with my kid self. That game, mm. Final Fantasy VII. Because I'm going back with the knowledge of playing Remake Part 1 and the entire time. My kid self was playing the beginning of that game. I'm just looking at him going, you have no idea. You have no idea what you're about to get in 20 years. Kyle, I would fuck with my... <laughs> Whoops, I should have I'm sorry, Tim, all son. I would mess with my, my kid self so bad. I, I love w- how you were just like, hey, we're technology advanced now. We have a bleep button. And then just drop an F-bomb 30 seconds later. <laughs> Oh god, that's like the Ruger doesn't fire without a clip moment if I've ever seen. <laughs> anyway, I would I would bring my PS5, I would hook up Bloodborne, I would hook up Spider-Man, I'd be like this is what you get to experience in 20 years. And then like it it nothing would be the same. I'd be like even your kid self if you booted up Elder Ring go, "Where's the quest lock?" <laughs> <laughs> Where's You're telling log? me there's no quest logs? Yeah. Final Fantasy VII has a quest log. You mean in 20 years they still haven't figured out the quest log? <laughs> no, 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 no. They did, just not this game. Yeah. Well, but that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, isn't that like an error in their ways? No, 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 kid self. I'm going to tell you why it's your fault you're not enjoying that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why it's your fault. Do you have but, a pen and paper out? How many memory cards do you, do you still hold on to to, to save well, these games? Well, we fixed that. <laughs> we, we're good on that. And then I tell them all the shit not to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like like getting a bleep button and not bleeping it when I curse. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's the end of the show. We could yeah. take our pants off or whatever. Hey, guys. That's it. That's all the questions. We used all of them for this show. And what yeah. a show it's been. This was fantastic, Kyle. Fantastic state of play. Hoo wee. Hoo wee. That said, Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of here, sir? As always, I like to spotlight myself, Mr. KSEP, on Twitter and everywhere else. You can follow all the indie game coverage that I do at 61 Indie. 
at sixwindie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. Uh, wherever you listen to podcast services and all that jazz. And uh, I want to, I'll do it now. So I don't forget next week because I okay. will forget next week um, for share play for the month of March. Go check out Jedi Master Ren's podcast. Yes, because uh, he's been absolutely crushing it. Nice. And uh, it's always great hearing him talk about the games he's been playing and what he loves on my on my commute. Um, and I want to actually pick up the, the n- actual name of the show is, okay. is driving me bonkers. So I'm trying to do, find do, it real quick. I'm buying you time. I'm buying you time. Jedi Master Ren has a podcast and, and it's, it's really, really good. good. Oh, look at him. Kyle <laughs> searching on his app of choice. Maybe Guess it's Spotify. What? I can't Maybe. find it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kyle. He had I, one job, which is to I shout know. out our good friend Jedi Master Ren. You know what? I'm gonna do it right now. I'll, just, I'll find Jedi. it. No, 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 no. Listen. No, no, no. I'm gonna find it. No, nope. Master. No, stop it. I'm gonna find it. It's a race. Uh, the JMR podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah, go check it out. It's a great time. There you go. JMR podcast. Hey, could we put a link in the description so all the other fans could tune in? There you go. JMR podcast. Whew. And you can find me over at Mr. Bat. <laughs> Mr. Badburn? Is that what you just said? Tony! Tony! <laughs> you can find me at my old account, Jebediah Stain. <laughs> Jebediah? It's Obadiah. Oh, Obadiah. Well, oh, man, we're tired. We're lost. We're lost. You're right. It is. It's like 11 o'clock at night. Anyway. Oh, your, your brother, like, uh, I, Kaitos the Kratos? That's yep. a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> You can find me over at Mr. Bad Bit on Twitter. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. And please, 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 we have over 300 five-star reviews over on Apple Podcasts. And 251 of those are on the North American side of things. Uh, so you're talking the United States of America. Please, 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 if you like this show, hit us with that five-star review. It really does help us out. Um, and it really does get into, um, you know, the other, the, the the folks that are looking down. You know what I mean? The powers that be. It gets more attention on us. And it really does help us out and gives us some really awesome opportunities. So mm-hmm. please, 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 it really does help grow the show and rate us five stars over on Apple. Sorry, on Spotify as well. So How many downloads did we have last month? Uh, over 21,000 wild thank y'all yeah thank you so much yeah and like last week's episode alone is over six thousand downloads worldwide in a week which is nuts so you know we're growing we're we're a little baby podcast but you know what we're taking our wings and we are flying we're falling with style so with all that said with all that out of the way everybody keep it what's about you keep hunting and keep playing playstation see you guys Bye. I love you.